Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we explore the insights of the latest research, what's hot in the news, or any actionable information that can help us live longer, better. February. Oh, it's love, it's Valentine's, it's chocolates. You know, but it's also Heart Health Month. You know, if you've lost somebody to heart disease, you tend to look at it a little differently. Like most of us, I never thought much about it. Like most of us, I've taken the CPR course, but never really thought I was going to need it. Like most of us, until things hit close, we tend to look and go the other way. But I don't want you to wait until problems are knocking, because it may be too late. So today, we're going to talk prevention, the lifestyle tools. But please, you know, monitor your health, blood pressure, cholesterol, all those things we know, because, you know, you don't want to ignore signs. COVID has brought a whole new inflammatory situation that we may be finding impacts for heart health for a long time to come. And it's kind of a wake-up call for all ages, men and women alike. But today I'm going to share more about women's statistics because we don't hear as much about that. But overall, heart disease is the number one cause of death in the United States. Claims more lives than all forms of cancer combined. Females, while one in 31 American women die from breast cancer, one in three die from heart disease. But less than 20% of women think it's even a threat. It happens later in life, so I'll worry about it then. You know, go about my day. And meanwhile, all those things are contributing. 90% of women have one or more risk factors for heart disease. What you need to know that the symptoms of heart disease are much different in women. We commonly think of it, you know, like an elephant sitting on the chest, but women don't get that. They may have more subtle clues like breathing difficulties, maybe heavy perspiration, maybe interrupted sleep, and you can't get back to sleep because you have shortness of breath, maybe exhaustion, maybe stomach cramps, weird, upper body pain. There may be like just a sharp pain in the lung that you might think is pleurisy, something like that. Or it could just be a rapid heart rate. Could be chest pains, you know, not just on the left, but the whole chest. And women often take a lot longer to admit they're not feeling well. So what what orchestrates this condition? Okay. Atherosclerosis is the principal conductor. It is that thickening within the arteries due to the buildup of plaque, hardening stuff, that when it breaks loose, that can be either a heart attack or a stroke. But it is preventable. And that's not just me saying it. It's the American Medical Association and the American Heart Association. They say it is not inevitable. A healthy lifestyle, especially when you start young, totally can prevent cardiovascular disease. Do you know the first time we really started noticing a lot of plaque was in autopsies of the Vietnam soldiers? Coincided, coincidentally, with all the junk food, the fast food, the pop, the french fries, bad fats combined with sugar. So what can you do to limit your atherosclerosis? Well, high blood pressure needs to be treated because 
high blood pressure causes more inflammation in the inner lining of the blood vessels. Reducing sodium intake. Too much sodium? I know a lot of people are really increasing the sodium these days, but, you know, it it may not be the smartest thing. You know, a little bit good, but too much can cause problems. Limit excess alcohol. Maintain a healthy body weight throughout the lifetime. Excess body weight is inflammatory in every way possible. Uh, Reducing cholesterol and triglycerides. Triglycerides are really sticky and can be even more problematic than high cholesterol. Toxins are a huge thing that I write about in my book, Get Out of Hormone Hell, but toxins, not just smoking, but carbon monoxide. You've got outgassing from plastics, which is a huge thing. So you're talking your carpet and your all these things that outgas cause inflammation. Those toxins are harming your blood vessels. Diabetes, that is also increasing the sugar, is sticky, and it is inflammatory to the blood vessels. And things that you don't think about can increase your risk for heart disease and stroke. Stress, depression, negative emotions. They're like intangible, but they are directly linked to an increase in heart disease. You might want to go back and listen to my show last week on heart rate variability. So important to learn the tools to decrease stress. And of course, poor diet. All right, the sad diet, which now it's not just the standard American diet. It's kind of like all Western society has it. And it's the perfect recipe for heart disease. Fast food, low fiber, high sugar, low nutrient content, no vegetables, bad fats, lack of exercise, exposure to toxins, plastics, pesticides, all that stuff. You get the idea. All these cause inflammation with no nutrients to fight the inflammation. So there's always that underlying theme of silent inflammation. So what can we do? And, you know, it's really the fabric of our lives. It's it's woven with threads of decisions, little ones, small but significant. They build up, and that's going to either build up or degrade your heart health over time. Prevention is also like the tapestry of decisions in our daily life. Not the single thread, like a new health kick, but patterns of lifestyle protect us or endanger us. So what can we do? A lot. Lifestyle has a lot of good, healthy things continuously, often. But what's important too, you don't have to be 100% perfect. You know, that in itself, when you strive for perfection, that can even cause more stress. So it's not about striving for perfection, but just Embracing a lot of good, continuous, healthy habits. Number one, you know I got to say it, it's diet. And I know there's this whole kick on butter is back. And I like to look at cultures who have had health, vitality, and longevity for a long time. I'm conservative. And of course, we know plastic margarine is horrible, you know. But 
Saturated fat also, when combined with sugar, not good. You know, it appears to increase the risk of heart disease. It's, it's kind of like that saturated fat. When you add sugar to it, it is like a nuclear bomb in the blood vessels. So we need some saturated fat, the butter, the ghee, the coconut oil. It, it's important to give our cell membrane structure, but too much can make them really stiff and inflexible. Now, I know grandma and grandpa, mine too, they had eggs fried in bacon grease, and they lived to be 90, 95. But they also ate a tremendous amount of vegetables from the garden. You know, research shows that too many saturated fats is going to increase coronary artery disease by 19%. But replacing just 1% of those fats with omega-3, like flax and fish and a wholesome diet, decrease your risk by 6 to 8%. So instead of an 18% increase, you've got an 8% decrease. So that's a 26% improvement? All right. So increase the healthy fats and foods. Just increase them. So the best and, and favorite among researchers, that diet is the Mediterranean diet. Rich in vegetables, colorful fruits, berries, seeds, nuts, lots of olive oil, some meat, some fish, some eggs, but low in sugar, the most inflammatory food. You know, I say it's the devil with horns, but a good anti-inflammatory diet is super, super good for us. Okay, so then some supplements. You know, I got to gotta go in with those supplements because they really can supplement a good, healthy diet. Omega-3, I love my fish oil. I love my flax oil. So anti-inflammatory. You know, when um, I had my daughter 30-some years ago, I got so inflamed afterwards. I'd probably been following a low-fat diet, and then when I was nursing, I really got low in fats. And I had my blood work done, and I sent it to a brilliant Dr. Harry Eidner. Shout out to Dr. Harry. He put me on two tablespoons of flax oil within just a few days. All that inflammation was gone. So omega-3, personally, I'm the biggest fan. COQ10, it powers every action your body has, from a heartbeat to a muscle contraction to insulin secretion, even your eyelid blinking. COQ10, if you're on statins, make sure you're taking that. And then magnesium. You know, Americans are notoriously deficient in this, like 75% of us. So it's really useful in regulating blood pressure because it helps dilate blood vessels, also improves sleep and reduces stress. Who doesn't need that? Vitamin K, K2. K2, totally different than K1. It contributes to the elimination of calcium in the arteries. So it is really important if you're taking vitamin D, make sure you've got K2. Your gut makes some, but most of us, our gut is not in good enough shape. So it actually puts calcium into the bones where it belongs and not in the blood vessels. Hawthorne. Oh, Cretaceous. Dr. Osborne loved this one. It is a great herb for strengthening the beating action of the heart. Love it. Then we've got the new kid on the block, natokinase. 
that is a fermented product that is a food, but it also has been found to prevent clot formation and reduce blood pressure. A lot of doctors that are working with long-haul COVID or even COVID in general are implementing natokinase to prevent clots long-term. There are so many. You know, I love curamin. You know, that's my, my favorite spice, turmeric. The extract is curcumin. And I love the BCM95 extract from Terry Natural Curamin. It, the theory is that plaque is laid down in blood vessels due to inflammation. So curamin extra strength is on my short list of must-haves. Now, I have to tell you about Dr. Dean Ornish and his research. It underscores how stress is a huge contributor to inflammation. Like I say, you might want to go back to my show on heart rate variability to get some tools to learn how to reframe stress. But Dr. Dean Ornish, you know, I always see him at the New York conferences I go to. Quiet, kind man who is a powerhouse of conviction and honor. 30 plus years ago, he purported his program reversed heart disease. And that was kind of outrageous. But now science has proven it. In fact, so proven it, Medicare will reimburse for his program in lieu of heart surgery. But not a casual approach. Like the Mediterranean diet, lifestyle and Dean Ornish, I mean, he really emphasizes that how active you are, how you respond to stress, how much love and support you have in your life are really important. The Ornish lifestyle medicine has been scientifically proven to reverse the progression and even reverse severe coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, hypercholesterolemia, and high blood pressure, as well as, now get this, slow, stop, and even reverse the progression of early-stage prostate cancer. Oh, boy. And they've got a lot of randomized controlled trials published in leading peer-reviewed journals. So, you know, we know this, and we've, his research has been proven, and it's, it's changing the lifestyle, and it actually changes your gene expression, turning on the good ones, turning off the bad ones. In fact, over 500 genes are impacted in a healthy way in only three months. So Dr. Neen Ornish, O-R-N-I-S-H, you might want to get his book, The Spectrum. He has seven healthy tips for living. Number one, plant-based diet. He is a big one on vegetables, and of course, no sugar is best. And number two, little exercise goes a long way. He doesn't have to doing anything intense. He just has 30 minutes of walking, sustainable. And oh my, it's kind of like really relaxing too. Okay. And how you eat is just as important as what you eat. If you eat with awareness, you're going to get more pleasure with fewer calories. Then he also has people do meditation. You know, it, it makes your fuse longer. Just like the practice of focusing on your awareness can quiet your mind, it allows that inner peace. 
you know, they call it kind of centering. Even a few minutes of that meditation, that quietness can carry you through the day. And then we cannot underestimate friends and family. Study after study have shown that people who are lonely and depressed are three to ten times more likely to die than those people that have strong connections. Blue zones around the world where people have health and longevity all have that in common, connection, socialization. Basically, we need each other. This week, we had National Hug Day. So, you know, carry that on. Several hugs a day, really good for you. And then the seventh thing, which is kind of unusual, volunteering. Volunteering of yourself, showing compassion for others less fortunate is healing. And that, you know, it's kind of like tithing, giving to others. So many good things that I think we intuitively know but we just need to keep working on. It takes a little effort, but worth having, you know, worth working on. And our health is really the only thing you have. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to other shows on my website, debford.com, now on YouTube, or any place you listen to podcasts. Have a great day and take really good care of your heart.